left off you were in the cafe or the bar uh, pouring over the paperwork and sending away all servers or anybody that even kind of glanced at you longer than three seconds um, yeah logically communique was probably the leak you figure after you've stewed about it for a while um, yeah, you've got your disguise. You went to the news producer that you've got connections with and told him to kill the story and everything. And, I mean, he's he's pretty much top top guy outside of the station owner. So he's, he's probably going to kill that or misdirect it in some way. Maybe you slide him, you know, mixture of mind control and money and whatnot, and you slide it out. You email seven. Uh, setting all those things in action with them about uh, the area and patrols and, uh, you know, circumambulating in the area. Choice. Yeah. So you're looking through uh, trying to find a scientist. You end up coming to some paperwork that you had noticed previously uh, on a... Oh, uh, real quick. You remember Powder Girl? Puppeteer does not. Oh, right, okay. Like, she... Ceased to exist. Yes, like, your brain has filled in the gaps with either either being alone or Connecticut was there and not Powder Girl. I, I thought I remembered something like that being the case, but since I couldn't remember for sure. Mm-hmm. This person doesn't have a code name. Um, they're a geneticist named Max Salinger, or uh, Salazar. And they were considered by Inner Peace for the leak of dubious heroism, but was looked over due to their questionable ethics. <laughs> <laughs> There's a couple of notations in here uh, as you're flipping through and reading. And um, they've been in meta prison before, mostly because they'll find metas and just abduct them and experiment on them. Like, sometimes they are completely fine they just have like some memory loss or have been knocked out and like wake up and like there's some incisions on them or um sometimes they come back and they're all like cut up and have been experimented on and so they're uh a little um enthusiastic it says here that they're they've got some ki- type of uh, spatial distortion powers. Like they can in a localized area they can um, shrink the space around them. Shrink the space around them. Mm-hmm. That's what so the. Could, that's what the database says. Yeah. So so they could like always be right next to you. Yep. They've also, it's got notes, but it doesn't have any specifics that they have experimented on themselves as well. Mm. 
this ain't my guy. Okay. Um, I, want, I, 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 because like, puppeteers trying to understand what 138 is and try to help them get back. This mother effort sounds like they would just be like, Ooh, what are you made of? Mm. Take your bits and rearrange them. Like, Ugh. Besides, he might experiment on me. Not yeah. doing that. Um, okay, uh, that's the only one that you, you see at the moment, but you, you realize that as you've been um, flipping through all these these pages, uh, the coin that Experiment 7 gave you you finally notice, and you've been unconsciously kind of flipping it between your fingers and spinning it on the table. And you look up, and you didn't notice anybody come or anything, but there's a, a gentleman sitting across from you. And you, you notice him. He's a, He looks a, you know about five years older and everything, but he's wearing the same black leather jacket, um, you know, disgustingly handsome features. Fergus is immediately resentful. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but he's he he's not interrupting. He's just kind of leaning back in the chair and waiting for you to to finish. And and just how long have you been there? Uh, that, that's a very good question. I, I don't know, as long as I've needed to be. It it all gets it. It all gets very confusing at this point, so that's as about as specific as an answer as I can give you. So, am I supposed to give you this? Uh, no, I mean, you, you can hold on to it. I mean, I'll, I'll take it back. You could take it to a pawn shop get a couple hundred bucks for it. Some Byzantine coin. Puppeteer is about to say, do I look like the kind of person who needs a couple hundred bucks? But then he just pockets the coin. <laughs> he says, well, uh, now that you're here, what do you know about uh, jaguar gods? Gods are tricky business. Your cohort, sidekick, uh, protege, you're talking about Seven. I know who you mean. Yes. Um, said that you needed to contact some, some minor god or demigod or someone who ascended. Look, when you say gods are tricky business, to me, what that means is gods are absolute nonsense. That's my assumption. Yeah. But the, the, the little G ones are the are the ones you can get a hold of. You're saying there are little g-gods? Yes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Alright, I suppose that shouldn't shock me. Uh, there was a young man who I knew who recently may have died or something else, but first he ate someone's heart. He used to go on about how that would bring him to some sort of... He didn't use the word apotheosis, but that's what he meant. So, Aztec or Mayan? I suppose. I've never really read up on the subject. Something about jaguars? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, well, if he's out there, I'd 
I'd like to be... Well, I'd like to know how to get in touch. We... Well, I suppose I, I owe him an explanation. Right. Well, I did say I, uh... I would repay that debt. Uh... It's, uh... It's not gonna be easy. It's gonna... It's... Uh, you're okay with blood, yeah? In what context? Uh... You have a headquarters? Yes. Oh yeah. Oh oh, there there it is. Oh. What? Uh, uh sorry. No, that that just that happens sometimes. Magical, hoodoo, nonsense. Do not disturb my sanctum. I will be very upset. We're we're cool. We're cool. I just it space time stuff just it gets weird when you're out on this level. Thank you, by the way. For? Uh, helping me back in the day when I was still getting my feet wet. It, uh... It's, uh... It's, it's not been the greatest, but... Yeah. Well, I was getting mine at the same time, and it hasn't been the greatest for me either, so I suppose we have that much in common. But, uh, no, uh, if you've got, you know, some space then um uh, it involves ritual circles blood writing it'll it'll take me you know a day or so to get all the ingredients together all right um do you want something he gestures toward the, the rest of the establishment i need a minute to think about this Oh, uh, uh, yeah, sure. I'll, um, I'll go get me a beer. He gets up and turns around. Okay, I'm trying to... Starts chatting up a attractive female at the bar. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I'm, he probably doesn't even have to try, I'm sure. Mm. It's, it's like hanging out with Myers all over. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so... Strength of their like them being them having a past connection. Burgess would reluctantly bring him to his personal hideout. Oh, so you're not gonna take him to Monster Squad? Well, I don't know how the others would feel about blood magic stuff, and it sounds like this guy kind of already knows where my shit is anyway, so... <sighs> I mean, Puppeteer's not even convinced that this is gonna work at this point. Mm -hmm. He's kind of just like, I'm gonna bring this handsome drifter to my house and just see what he does, and if something useful to me happens, then great, and if not, then I've just wasted my evening, and so what? Right. I've seen this guy do stuff that normal metas can do without invoking magic. Did I see him back in the day? Um, when he came to Chicago, he came to um, uh, the league's headquarters, and everybody else was gone except for you and Connecticut, and uh, proffered you guys for for help and said that he would he couldn't pay you know physically, but he could pay in favors later on. Um, his backstory is he is the heir 
the unlikely heir of a magic family. His older brother... Right, I remember this part. Yeah, inherited all of the powers, and then his brother got killed, and so all of the powers went to him, but he had never been trained, and he had been, like, shunned by his family, blah, 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 blah. So he pretty much got all this stuff thrown on him, you know, when he was supposed to have already been trained for it and all this. So you guys went with him to, like, the magic underground black market mm-hmm. and helped him recover... Uh, a magical artifact that would help him like control all of his shit and whatnot and uh, was kind of a cheat for him at the time and so you guys helped him recover that and came back so you saw him like uh, open doors go to places that went to nowhere before you saw him like uh, cast barriers and um, offensive magic I, I was going to say, I, I thought I remembered him zapping somebody. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. So I guess I would be a, a little less skeptical of him then. I would I would reluctantly... I mean, I guess in this case, Fergus's skepticism would be more of a front. You know, well, I don't know, but mm-hmm. actually I know, and I just don't want to accept. Right. Because it makes you uncomfortable. Uh, yeah. I don't like things that don't make sense. Uh, and have a very narrow window <laughs> of what sense is. So uh, when he comes back, um, I'll just be like, "All right, I'll 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 take you somewhere. Can we just do this now? Can we just get this started?" Um, yeah. Let me run real quick. I'll be right back, like five minutes. And he goes and he he gets up and he kind of walks quickly to the uh the men's bathroom and opens the door and you see like this big blue light shining out of it and he walks through and the door shuts and then a guy comes out that's been using the john he's going to timbuktu or something Mm -hmm. okay i puppeteer goes up and settles his bill if there is one okay um yeah you you wait about five minutes and uh you hear the the front door open and uh you see uh, like a stone hallway and he walks through and the door shuts you know it's it's like a swinging door and when it swings back open it's the city street everything he's got a he's got a duffel with him and he's he's traded his uh, his leather jacket and you actually see him in like a, a robe that's got some uh, runes and whatnot inscribed on it if you hit the sound of this is the sound of puppeteer doing a facepalm. Okay, he, he looks. He's like, I, 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 know, I know, man. Just, just, just bear with it. It's, it's all part of the gig. Okay, I'm gonna. Fergus <clears throat> just, just goes. What? Come on, hurry before people start talking. Oh, uh, nobody's gonna notice. What do you mean they won't know? Don't tell me. I don't want to know. Let's let's Good. go. All right, let's go. So I'm hoping this guy doesn't like open a door and we pop out in my subway tunnels that I think are secret. I'm hoping I like actually lead him. Yes. Yeah. You do. You do. Okay. All right. So when we get to the entrance to my my little hideout, I uh I stop 
the door, my, my, my door with the special lock, and just sort of look at him for a second. He, he turns around and covers his eyes. You want me to hum real loud? You wouldn't be able to see anyway. Clever. Door opens. Okay. He kind of looks around at the the tiny space. It's like uh... as we as we walk in, things are just rearranging themselves around us, getting you know moving into little storage areas or just piling up in a corner. Okay. I don't I don't know if I have any storage. Yeah. Yeah. You've got some. You know. Uh, a tiny house, big living. Mm-hmm. He's like, you, you, could, you might want to scoot the bed against the wall. I'm gonna need all of this floor. Very well. And everything moves out of the way. It's gonna be a bitch to clean when it's done. Fine. Okay. It's like you... it. Should I bring anything? Do you have all the... No, I've, I've got everything. He, he pats the duffel that he's got, and he's like, it's it's going to take about an hour to set up, so if you've got somewhere you need to go or something, just, you know. Oh, no. No, no. I'm I'm quite intrigued. Oh, okay. Uh, be prepared for a bunch of nonsense. So he starts pulling things out of the bag. And he just, he keeps pulling and keeps pulling. He's pulling out, like, jars of blood and, like, stuff that should not fit dimensionally into this. Um, Some tomes. uh, uh, Candles, braziers. And uh, it's like, uh, this this is a little little old school. Um, Gonna need some of your blood. Unless you have some of his. Why would I? You're the t- How you're, much? you're the tie. Not not much. Just the this much and kind of holds up his his thumb and forefinger, like like just a little. That might not look like much to you, but it does to me. No pain, no gain. All right. Hold on. I have the knives. I have the knife's knives, mm-hmm. sharp bits here. So I pick one that's not rusty. Okay. And uh, try and puppeteer's like, uh, I don't know where I want. He, he like points to a spot on your arm. He's like, there, it'll bleed well for a minute and then it'll, you can staunch it no problem. Part of your magical training to know about human bleeding? Uh, experience. Can't argue with that. Alright. So, very reluctantly, Fergus cuts himself and gives this voodoo man a little blood. Okay. He puts it in, like, a, uh, little pestle. Mortar and pestle. Kind of deal. Throws in some herbs and mashes them, and, uh, I mean the whole the whole thing's fairly elaborate and whatnot. He he's pulling out the jars of blood and it has um, strange looking paint brushes and he starts scrawling all this stuff on the floor and um, making circles and uh, generally what you would consider like a magic circle when the the picture comes to your mind. Um, nothing 
particularly looks like Incan or Mayan to you. But yeah, after after a while, he's got everything set up, and he's just like, "So, you're sure about this?" Look, because I... there's no take backsies after this. Without getting into a lot of detail, my back is somewhat against the wall. I'll take any help I can get. Okay. So he starts intoning in a, a strange tongue that, yeah, I doubt you've ever heard. And he, uh, well, before he starts, he's like, once I start, I can't stop. There may be repercussions. Just letting you know ahead of time. Yeah, what, what do you mean by repercussions? Oh, we're calling down a demigod. I've taken as much precautions as I possibly can, but they're tricky, and depending on how they ascended, what pantheon they're part of, and everything, they can be particularly powerful. And if he doesn't like you, or if he's pissed off long-term, short-term, some shit may happen. Before... Once it, um manifests mm-hmm. will it have a physical form or will it still be uh... no he, he he should look how he looks now he may look like he did before I can't, I've never met the dude so I mean will he be tangible oh yeah that's so one of the worst, things of this so if worst came to worst one could um dismiss him poke him with things yes yes you could poke him with things all right i feel a little more comfortable about this now okay okay he gives you a he gives you a tyler durden (laughs) (laughs) i I want you to hit me as hard as you can (laughs) um so he he starts he starts intoning and um, you know the wind, the the air in the the space begins to start to circulate, and you can feel it moving, and um, start smelling a bit of ozone, and uh, it it just all of this starts to become more and more violent. There's crackling of of uh, lightning. And everything that's coming from nowhere and you see a, a singular point in the middle of the circle that's about three feet off the floor and instead of a bright white it's black but it's not black in the sense of the color it's the void of nothing like your attention is just drawn into it and you feel like you could fall into it for forever and it starts to slowly grow and pulsate with this slight uh, purple haze around it. And you feel that reality is starting to dissolve or rip. Fergus regrets this. (laughs) (laughs) And then slowly the, the, the point grows to about a six inch diameter and then the slow trickle of blood starts to pour out the bottom and pull on the floor. And it, it it doesn't 
increase or decrease in flow, but this, this pool steadily starts to, to grow. Um, and the entire time Ryan is, is chanting and, and intoning and, you know, he's, he's lit in a, a, a brazier and is, you know, like a census and is, is, is throwing incense in the air. And, um, the pool grows to about three feet and, uh, you start seeing a, a figure, uh, kind of like Rasputin from Hellboy, kind of start growing up from the floor. Um, and it's got a, it's got a, a feline head and everything, but as it continues to grow, once it gets about chest high, the blood starts to trickle down off of it, and you see a more solid form. And uh, Son of Jaguar always had kind of this, he called it like ancestral antique the jaguar headdress that he wore as part of his costume, but this is like full-on anatomical cat head on top of a human body. The form is definitely more physically puissant than uh, his former self. Shredded. Yes, yeah. God shredded. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, idealized form kind of deal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But uh, yeah, standing standing before you is um, about 6'5", probably about 300 pounds of pure muscle. Uh, big, big cat head. Um, yeah. Leather bracers, loincloth. Um, kind of an idealized idea of what modern people would have of like an Aztec or Incan, like mm-hmm. Jaguar god. Mm-hmm. Like it seems to be more of a ideal of a person than like a. Right. Because he he never really necessarily knew what he was talking about. He just thought it was really cool. Right. And he, you know, would periodically switch between, like, oh, my ancestors, blah, 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 and then, like, some obvious, like, Wikipedia or, <laughs> you know. And now he's a god. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Um, Grain of salt. Ball. Right. He's something god-ish, at least. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, so first of all, I, I imagine as this pool of blood creeps across the floor, Fergus is simultaneously like, oh no, this is all too real, and also like like picking something up off the floor so the blood doesn't get on mm. it. Well, it, it oh. seems to, you're outside of the circle, um, and the blood like almost hits an invisible wall oh. when it when it reaches the periphery. He doesn't know that's going to happen. Right, so yeah. Anyway. <laughs> the little fastidiousness or whatever. Uh, and so then, you know, he realizes that's not going to be a thing and he puts it down. And he, uh, he looks at Ryan for a second and then he looks at Jaguar and he says, uh, hi. Ryan's got like this, He's he's got like this hand symbol up and you see, he's you don't hear anything but you see his lips moving and he's, he's sweating. And, um, yeah, Jaguar just kind of gives this rumbly exhalation. Sounded good. Um, you may not know me, but you do. You were once son of Jaguar, right? I still am son of Jaguar. Uh, son of Jaguar 
you me as the knife. Mm. Mm-hmm. He sniffs. I am, uh... I'm a, my name... Uh, I am actually called the Puppeteer. When I put together your monstrous squadron, I, I, I was afraid of publicity. And so I took on the identity of the knife. Uh, to to join the group and and help Vance like uh, he God he interrupts you he bares his teeth and he's like these human lies interest me no more oh I see uh very quickly then if I may ask a a question uh we uh, I've recently had a visitor from another world uh you're familiar with that sort of thing now you know about other other worlds? I know of the realm of the gods. I see. Um, if someone... This bores me. Speak your questions. If, if someone were kicked out of the realm of the gods into this world, but they wanted to go back, how would they go back? He He seems to... His eyes shift back and forth a little bit, and... Says, through great, great deeds, they would prove themselves worthy once more to enter the realm of the gods. I see. Well, all right. Um. So, in Puppeteer's mind, that's pretty much a wash. Like that's. <laughs> um, roll me a. Uh... I don't have a character sheet in front of me. Uh, per. In, yeah, perception get perception or no, uh sense motive. That's what I need. Okay, hold on. I gotta find my uh... Great. Mm. This whole Damn, you've got a ten. Yeah, man. I put eight into it. Okay. Um yeah, he seems to be on the level. Okay. Well, whether or not he believes that doesn't make it more or less useful to me, because I don't think 138 is going to go back to his, like, science world of which we are subatomic particles by by proving himself. That just doesn't seem like that's going to help me in any way. Uh, So then, Puppeteer's second motive here is to see if Jaguar has any interest in Stringersburg at all anymore. It sounds like not, but he's like... Speaking of uh, great deeds, the city where you once were a hero needs heroes again. Are, are, do you ever uh, come back to this world, or are you full-time in uh, the realm of the gods now? So, this world would interest me if you built an altar to me and make sacrifice. Uh... When you say sacrifice... The hearts. For me to feast on once more. I will consider that, son of Jaguar. I, um... I thank you for your time. It's, uh, it's been very... He he walks over to the edge of the circle and hits a, hits a finger and you see like a, a barrier kind of zap him and he looks at his finger and... Mm. The circle offends me. Be gone with it. 
certainly, certainly wouldn't want to keep you. Uh, thank you. Uh, no, release me. Uh, uh, Ryan, can, can, can we, uh, can you let him, we don't need to. And like, Ryan's sitting there and he cracks an eye at you like, let him go? You may go. Be gone. Thank you. Goodbye. He just, and, uh, you actually see him... Give me, give me another roll. Okay. Another sense motive? Or yeah. 20? Yeah, sense motive. 21. He looks worried. Ryan does? No, uh, son of Jaguar. When you're like, release him, he's like, oh, uh, 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 like, you see a panic on his, more so his body language than his face, because... You know, his face is feline and whatnot. Uh, is anything happening? Cause I, cause you you I, see... Since, you since he was like, let me go, like, this offends me. Puppeteer's been nudging the mage, like, okay, let's let's finish this. Like, let's get him out of here. I don't want to piss this guy off. Right you see him, like... Circle. He seems more... Um, he starts to become slightly intangible. He starts to smoke a little bit. And, um, like, his form is, uh, physical form is fading a bit. And uh, he's, like, you see him, like, pushing against the walls. What? Jaguar, what? It's like, oh, oh, okay, okay, okay. Uh, Just stop, stop, stop. Uh, Ryan, can we bring him back? Wait, he don't go. He 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 like you see him strain and everything, and like his cadence changes back to what it had been. Um, but yeah, you what see him. It? You see him like sweating more, and like a little trickle of blood comes out of his nose. <laughs> can I just can I just come up behind him and just pour a little bottle of water on his head? Mm-hmm. You do you do that, and he's just like, you see him like, take a breath, and he's just like nods his head a little bit. Oh, okay, good. <laughs> Gives you like a, uh, okay sign. I didn't know that would work. Yeah, but son of Jaguar is just like, oh, oh, okay, all right, N- knife. I I was trying to like pull the whole god ascended thing. I mean, seriously, man, let let me out of this thing. It sucks over there. Like, there's all these like ancient beans and shit, and it it's it's bad news. I don't want to go over there anymore. Can you come through? I've, uh, I'm I'm here. I mean, he was gonna send me back, but I'm here, so. I mean, is. He can't keep you here indefinitely. Look at his face. Uh, no, if we can. N- no, he he called me here. What he's doing is uh, to keep me uh, in this circle con- control. Uh, I think is that what you're doing? And he like nods while still chanting. Ryan, I I, I, I we're all right. I think you can. I think you can drop the circle. He, he, in between his his time chance, and he's like, 
Are you oh, sorry, 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 sure that this is a good idea? Jaguar, I'm taking a very uncharacteristic leap of faith in you here. So, if anything, if anything goes wrong, just remember, I may have been playing the knife, but I can still and like knives just float up into the air. Like I don't want to. He holds up his hands. He's like, "No, I, I, I got you. I got you, man. You're cool. Understood." All right. Okay. Just I, I really, just want a beer. <laughs> really bad. Okay, I think this is hilarious. But Fergus has gone from. <laughs> Fergus has been slightly afraid this whole time. Now, now he's feeling something more like contempt. <laughs> but that just sort of evens him out. So he's like, he just pats Ryan on the shoulder. He's like, it's fine. Go ahead, drop it. He <sighs> and slumps a little, and everything. And the you you don't really see anything, but it's more of a feeling. Like you didn't realize that there was kind of like when you've been holding your breath and you haven't realized you've been holding it that kind of feeling like this pressure just kind of drops and jaguar like stretches real big and his head converts back to his old self or, or i should say more of a idealized version of what he used to look like dark hair mm-hmm. uh you know dark features and he's just like he, he picks you up, he grabs you by the shoulders and he picks you up. He's like, yes, yes, thank you. I... <sighs> and sets you back down. It's like, I would, I would hug you, but I don't know you that we well, will, but it, yeah. We will get you a beer, but I am not a hugger. He just slaps you on the back real hard and you take a step <sighs> forward. He's just like, it... He barely moved his arm, and it felt like a big dude, like, full-on, like, smacking you in the back of the back. You're very strong, aren't you? Uh, yes, I can, you know, I don't know exactly what I can do over here now. That's gonna be fun. How long have you been over there? Uh, uh, A couple of seasons. They don't really have time, like, here. Alright. Well, you remember Seven. Mm -hmm. Experiment Mm -hmm. Seven. Seven. seven What about Van Van Slyke and uh, Strong Gurus? Gurus is dead. The Nihilist killed him. Mm. You kind of you hear him. You hear him grind his teeth. And, um, I want to get that checked out. Yeah. Because um, uh, I always imagine like him and Urus were kind of like bros. Right. Kind of. Yeah. Demigods from different pantheons. Yeah. There's some kind of brother from another mother joke in there, but I don't know how to make it. Let's go to the Church of Iron. Kind of, kind of deal. Like that. The Iron Church, that's, that's what, stuff. yeah. That's right. The Church of Swolt. Mm-hmm. 
Oh, 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 oh damn! He, son of Jaguar went after sick gains and got him. <laughs> I feel like I might know what that means. Um, so, Puppeteer more or less tells him the truth. I mean, I've I've already told him that I was the knife. If he doesn't know, he doesn't seem to know about my other power yet, so I don't tell him. But um, I do tell him that Vance like is missing, has been missing since the fight. Uru's died. Seven is back though. Seven seems like themselves. When you say Vance like is is missing, he kind of kind of perks up and everything, and uh, it's like uh, I, yeah, yeah, I, I think. Yeah, I can. I think I can find him. How? I, I don't know. You said his name, and I thought about him, and I kind of think I feel where he's at. Interesting. S smell, smell him. I don't know. It's something. I'll figure it out. That's that's excellent. Um, at this point, I just sort of look down at. Ryan on the floor. He's he's kind of slumped up against the wall, like he's on the floor, oh, okay. like looking at your guys' exchange, and uh, he's like, "He, he uh, got another one of those waters." He just floats across the room to him. Thank you. <sighs> I'm glad he points at Son of Jaguar, and he's like, "I'm glad you're low on the totem pole as you are, because that sucked." Puppeteer sort of gives him a look like rude, uh, even though he agrees. <laughs> he makes a show of being like, Ryan. This um, is my guest. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's exactly it. Um, okay, so Puppeteer's like, look, Jaguar, here's the thing. Um, I know that the, the heart eating is valuable to you, but y you understand that that's a problem most of the time, right? I mean, what if they're bad guys? I mean, that's kind of what I did before, and you seemed alright with it. Uh, yes, but... Well, I didn't know how you might have uh, changed your mind over there. I'm glad to hear you say bad guys. That's a good sign. I mean, they were always kind of bad guys before no no of course they certainly were I just didn't know if you had stopped making those distinctions mm, moralistic subject no that's way too advanced for him to say <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, he's like uh, uh, black and white man things things get a little gray so I mean hmm certainly do. So, Puppeteer is definitely intrigued by this idea that he's able to just track Vance like somehow, but um, maybe kind of feels like this isn't quite the moment yet. So he, he's gonna like, he's gonna try and just quickly see where, where Ryan's at, and then maybe try and get both of them to come with him. Well, ideally what would happen is He'd, he'd be like, hey, magic buddy, you okay? You good? 
It's like, need anything? Yeah, uh, just he reaches into the bag and pulls out like a power bar. <laughs> it's like, give me five minutes and I'll be, I'll be fine. You, you've definitely repaid any debt you may have had to me. Appreciate, appreciate that. It. Yeah, call it even. We, um... You might want to get some clothes for this guy, though. I mean, uh, you don't want him walking around in a loincloth. Well, I'm sure some people would like him to be. True. I might... Mm, let me see. Most of these are for me. Puppeteer goes over to the wardrobe corner of the, of the hideout. Most of the disguises are for him, but maybe there's something baggy. Yeah, you, I'm, yeah, you find something. Uh, what I was going to do with this was put on one of those muscle suits, and then, whatever, he has, he has clothes that are too big for him for some reason. All right. I think it's uh, it's like a, it's like a maintenance uniform. It's like gym on the lapel yeah. or whatever. Uh, yeah. All right, Sorry, this is. It's like no, no, no. This, this, this is good. He like squeezes into it. He's <laughs> like, I just, I just, I just won't flex. <laughs> nope. Good. Nope. Good. Don't. That would be terrible. Ryan just kind of looks at you and rolls his eyes. It's like it could be. You'd break right through. What do you mean by that, look? He's like, ooh, puts up his hands. It's like, nothing, nothing. Don't mind me. It's the, it's the conjuring. It, you know, makes your brain all fuzzy. Puppeteer's sort of just looking at all this caked blood on the floor. Like it. To think about. It's not only caked. It's like dried, and almost looks like it's part of the floor now. You like you like maybe, you know, uh, TK a, a knife or or something over there to like scratch at it, and it's like it kind of comes up, but not really. I'm just gonna get a tarp. <laughs> just gonna get a bunch of tarps. <laughs> you know what this area needs? A throw rug. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan has any last questions or something, or, or makes any like weird demands, Fergus will entertain them, but he's basically trying to like shoo him out of here now so that he and Jaguar can talk. Okay. Ryan holds out a hand for you. He's like, I know you're not much of a toucher, but he, he shakes. It's my second handle. Just like, you, you sure? We're square. Certainly. Mm. I still feel kind of iffy. I mean, you that I probably wouldn't be alive if it hadn't been for you in Connecticut. So, another small favor, not not this scale, small favor. He's like, give me the coin back real quick. Takes it and he blows on it and hands it back to you. It's like, if you need me. Yeah. That's very gentlemanly of you. Thank you. Small. Of course. Small. Perhaps cleaning up all this blood would be 
I, I, I jest. I jest. I'm kidding. No, he, he, he laughs at that and pats you on the shoulder. One, it looks like he's going to pat you again and stops. He's like, funny. It's like, if you'll excuse me. And he walks out your your door and you see that stone corridor again. And the door shuts. Uh, I'm not going to get used to this sort of thing. Jaguar's like, do you... Do you live under a castle? No. In fact, besides him, you're the only one that's ever seen this place. Mm-hmm. Uh, dingy, dark. Dude, you, you do not want to bring chicks here. Do I seem like... Or, or guys? Season? No, it's not the point. I did. Look, let's go. I mean, I'm I'm not judging. I'm not saying anything. I'm just saying, like, you don't want to bring somebody back here if you want to, you know. I wouldn't. I'm do, not do the dirty. Interested in any of that right horizontal now. mambo. I'm starting to regret my decision. Jaguar, come with me. There's a a better space where it's seven, and we've we've had a couple of new arrivals. Oh. I miss that character. Yes, they're they're they've been quite indispensable so far. Uh, so since then, and as I, I'm, I figure they would do like a walk and talk. Okay. Would just sort of like lead him, like open the door, lead him out, um, because part of him wants to like blindfold him so he doesn't know where this space is, but mm -hmm. I feel like that wouldn't work anyway, like if he can just sniff and like locate a person somewhere else in town like that's futile so I guess if he ever tries to break into my house I'll just kill him <laughs> or try to. try to but in the meantime um, as, as, so Puppeteer will like lead him out and be like, this is the old subway system tunnels, you know, I, I keep this spot for myself just in case the old headquarters is like starting to get back up and running again, blah, blah, blah. So he'll like start leading him through the tunnels. And you're, you're what I think they call paranoid. A wise person once said... Paranoid is just someone who's in possession of all the facts. He just anyway. he, he lets out this big belly laugh at that. Again, smacks you on the back. I bruise very easily. It's like, man, you 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 got you got to lift something. You know, get some get some meat on those bones. Puppeteer, sort of. I mean, I, I think he's still in some kind of disguise, so he just looks like a regular dude, but, you know, say we're, we're walking down a track as this happens, and there's like a, a derelict subway car there. Mm -hmm. Puppeteer just sort of looks at him, looks at the train car, like takes a deep breath, and it's like, just lifts it a couple inches off the ground and then sets it down again. He just looks at him like, hmm. He, he kind of looks down at you, you know, the two feet down at you, and <laughs> kind of purses his lips and nods. 
It's like, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. All right, man. I mean, big, muscular brain. Thank you. I assume that was a compliment. I'll take it as such. Like, okay. Beer. Then seven. Right. So, um, Puppeteer doesn't know anything about bars except the one that he was just in with Ryan. He's probably observed them, but he doesn't, like, know where a good one is, so he'll just find the closest, like, above-ground entrance to a populated area and just sort of pop out there discreetly. Okay. Um, Whatever. you get some odd reactions uh, from the populace as Jaguar, uh, you, you and him, walk through the crowds. Um, it's a mixture of awe, like people slack-jawed looking at him, um, terror, like people frozen in place, um, and like some people were just like look at him and, and kind of start uh, weeping. Weeping? Uh-huh. So you've got this gamut of... And some people seem unaffected, mm-hmm. but... Um, this weird gamut of uh, reactions, ambient reactions that he has, and it's not like anything prolonged. Like people will be just be like looking at him, and tears will start streaming down their face. And as soon as they've like he's walked past them, like they seem to like shake their head and like they'll wipe their face, like they weren't aware of what was going on, and then keep walking. Okay, you this know. is very distracting. Fergus is intrigued. And Jaguar seems completely <laughs> unaware, yeah. Of course he is. <laughs> okay. Look at me, Dad. Um, Except, like, you know, there's a couple of people of various genders that stop and gawk at him, and he kind of winks, and he's like, hey. Breathing. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, well, in that case... Um... Fergus is in no rush to, like, get him into the first bar that we come across. He's sort of like, yes, um, and so tell me more about the, uh, and he's just, like, watching people react to him. Is there a pattern? Is a type of person who cries and another type of person who gets all odd or something? Not that you see right, genders, right. ages, ethnicities all have varying reactions mm-hmm. well Fergus still looks of course he does he is always observing uh, so he's, he's, he's gonna let Jaguar pick the spot I, I assume Jaguar's just kind of like yeah he he go goes to, to he's like oh this this place they got fucking Dollar drafts, blah, 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 blah. He seems very familiar. He's like, you'll love it. I'll, I'll get you some. Oh, wait. You have money, right? Ah, don't worry about it. No, no, no. I, I insist. Puppeteer doesn't, like, show him a big roll of money, but he, he makes a gesture almost like he's going to pull a roll of money out of his pocket. And then remembers he doesn't have a roll of money, so he just sort of makes it like a brush or something. But he's like, ah, yes, yes, I, I, I have money now, it's fine. It's like, oh, 
great. Start a tab. Yeah, so what happens is we go into the bar and I find the other guy who looks as douchey as Jaguar. I just walk up to him and he gives me his debit card. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. That works very well. Yeah, he he orders a shitload of beers and just downs them one after the other, and it just seems more and more excited the more he drinks. Is he getting drunk? Mm, you can't really tell a difference. Okay, great. So, Fergus does sort of grill him about this, like, god world where he was, but he's also sort of like, yeah, so here's a little bit of what's been going on around here for the last couple of months. Alright, yeah, you guys kind of do a a little bit of a back and forth, and he kind of gives you these vagaries about this other world of um, these immortal beings and and their habits and uh, proclivities and their involvement in the, or lack of involvement in the mortal world. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, he mentions at one point, like, someone said something about being his dad and everything so he um, he still seems to be jumbled as to the specifics as to how he achieved or how he ascended Um, okay he's still kind of spouting the same rhetoric although it seems a little more um, linear Hmm. uh, a little more um well placed where yes where he used to kind of jump around and you could tell like he didn't really know what he was talking about like he seems to have an actual basis now and and when he discusses this stuff he actually slips out of the whole broheme nonsense Mm -hmm. that he he usually does and you don't know if that's the show or if this is like something that he's actually interested in and puts effort mm-hmm. towards. Hmm. He probably doesn't know either. Yeah. All right. So, um, after what Puppeteer thinks is a slightly more than reasonable number of drinks, he starts to Baker's dozen. <laughs> I guess. I mean, you know, um, Burgess is a. Is a is a two drink kind of dude, <laughs> but he um, he assumes Jaguar can handle way more than that. He's also just like Ugh, Bud Light, <laughs> uh, but he's um, he starts to sort of eyeball the place. He's like, look, can we can I buy you a six pack, and can we? Uh, and he just gestures toward the door. Oh, oh, uh, uh, yeah, 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 hold, hold on. He, like, pushes the dude out of the way and, like, just slams the guy's beer. And the dude's like, what the fuck? And he just hits him and knocks him out. Oh, my God. is just sitting there for a second, and he's just, like, in his mind, he's like, what have I done? Why did I do this? He's like, now we can go. Fergus leans over to the guy who's just been knocked out. He loudly is like, that's racist. (laughs) 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 
Uh, How dare you, sir? All right, so you guys uh, make it back. <laughs> it's a pretty good. It, it is, yeah. Uh, that's great. Um, okay, once we get out this door, we're going by back alleys or something because we're drawing way too much attention as it is. Okay. Um, he asked you at one point, and you, you know, why you guys are doing this, but you cover with whatever and eventually make it to to MSHQ and uh yeah you, you... so go ahead as, as we're going through this sort of peripheral area um up to your start so just sort of like make little gestures to the area you know trying to uh secure the space a bit around the building. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, I mean, cameras are a good idea. They're, they're on the way. Mm. I'm, I'm, I'm assuming that that hasn't actually happened yet. No, no, yeah, like started. you've, yeah, you've, you've, got, that's one of the things that you kind of gave Seven to do, like, right. go and see if you can secure any of this gear or whatever mm. so um, as we get closer to the building I certainly tell him about um, do I does Fergus know Mad Spitter's like regular birth certificate name uh yes I feel like we actually I gave him a name did. hold on I let did. me pull it up real quick uh, we did not give him a name. Oh, okay. Well, can we just say his first name is Greg? Sounds good. Okay. Just sort of build off the joke, just make it a thing. Actually, let's not go with Greg. Okay. There's too many Gregs that I dislike. Okay. <laughs> and plus, I'll I'll be tempted to make old Greg jokes. <laughs> you ever drink old Bailey's out of a shoe? You ever been to a party where people wee on each other? <laughs> yeah, like that. <laughs> um, so, let's I, I, let's give him a crappy kind of a worn out name. Let's Charles. Okay. Let's call him Charles. Right. He probably goes by something else, but Fergus would certainly call him Charles. Okay. He's like, nah, man, I told you. <laughs> yo, yo, Chuck, bro. Chuck, man. Chaz. Chaz, there we go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh... Um, he seems like a Chaz. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, uh, you walk in, and, um, it seems like 7 and 138 are, uh, still going back and forth on the computer and the phone and everything, and, um, much how you, how you left them. And, um, Spitter seems to be like, you see what he's doing and then you start to look close, more closely and he's like biting shit and turning into that material. So there's like bite marks taken out of all kinds of random stuff. I sometimes wonder at the team I have a <laughs> Okay, 
So um, on on the way in, Puppeteer has been like, uh, you know, we we met young Charles, who's deciding what his special name will be. Uh, we know he can do this thing and this thing. He's just sort of given Jaguar a, a quick summary. But he's like, we have we have a guest. He's, he's like, the reason I asked you about rejoining the, the realm of the gods is we have someone here from another world. And this is like right when we swing the door open or something. And so then he just sort of gestures. And he just sort of like gives a little point at 138. He kind of sniff and just like mm, doesn't, doesn't, doesn't smell right he's not he came here by some sort of accident so uh, he can only talk through the computer he speaks binary uh, he's ones into and, dudes and chicks ones and zeros how's, how's someone speaking in one and a zero I don't know, but it works. Seven's talking to him through the computer. Uh, <clears throat> everyone. Seven, like, sees Jaguar, or at least this idealized version of, of what he looks like now, and, like, stands up real quick and looks at you, and it's just... What's, um... Events happened? I'm inferring. Jaguar has returned. Yes, I can, I, I can see that. Uh, they kind of sit back down and seem to collect themselves, and there's like... I, I'm assuming there's a story. Just a bit of uh, voodoo. Just a bit of magic. Much of they the story, really. look at you skeptically when you say magic. I, believe me, I, I, I wouldn't have... But it happened they, right they, in front of me. They smirk at you. Your magic, magic man, man came through. through. Yes. Hmm. That one. Interesting. Interesting. Uh, 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 oh, and you notice that Spitter, when he, uh, even when he's changing uh, materials, where he's got the broken nose and the two black eyes, there's like discoloration, which you never asked him about as point. Oh yeah, I never did. I just, I, I feel like I assumed I had asked him to do something that would get him punched in the face. Mm. And so I just sort of naturalized it in my in my mind, but not to mention it. I never did ask him what that was about. Um, so it so puppeteer was like, uh, uh, Charles. Dude, dude, dude. Mad Spitter, come on, come on. How many times have I told you? Drop the drop the Charles. Very well. This is son of Jaguar. This is the Mad Spitter. He kind of walks up to him and sizes him up and down, you know. He's like, hmm, you know, fist bump, everything. He's like, come on, come on, t take, a, take a seat. I mean, friend of, friend of Pop's friend of mine. 
I don't know about that. What? He knows your friends? Pop. Yeah, Pop. No, 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 that won't do. Okay. Alright, well, Pop's then. He, he kind of, he, he, he's currently made out of metal and he kind of elbows you a little bit. So it's a little, little more rough than it needs to be. And he's like, ah, come on, you're the, you're, come on, dad. Of all the strange things that have happened in the last 48 hours, that might be, in any case, has anyone seen any sign the MHTF in the area. Uh, Has anyone been out to look while I've been gone? Um. Uh. uh no. All right then. What? It's seven's just like. Point in case. I went out about an hour ago. You were munching on part of the refrigerator, I believe. He's taken to biting things to see what happens. It's like, man, I can turn into so much different stuff. It's like some dad, I, oh, watch this, watch this. And he, he can you... takes a bite of paper and like turn, like turns, he, he doesn't turn like sheet white or anything, but he his skin gets like the consistency of paper and everything, and he's just like starts like sliding his hand under the door, and it starts to like fold and crinkle and become flat. He's like, check this out. It's like, okay, come come on, man, this is cool. Don't tell me when you didn't get your powers, you didn't do all kinds of crazy weird shit. Have you ever done any crazy weird shit in your life? I'll never tell you. Ooh. Ooh, I gotta dig for this shit then. No, no, you don't. It's, it was all just... I'm just kidding you, Pops. Silly. Uh, Seven, what did you notice when you went out? It's like... They're, they're patrolling, and I don't, I don't think they're, they're gonna, gonna let up anytime, anytime soon. soon. They're on the hunt for you. I listened in as best I could, but they're just not looking for for 138 anymore. They're they're looking for both of you. They think that you were the key to finding him. That won't do at all. No, it won't do at all. sort of thank you. Um, neither Fergus nor I are really sure what would be the, the smart move at this point, so Hey, when you're out of smart moves, the dumb move is usually the best option. <laughs> I have a plan. I have eleven percent of a plan. What? From the uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh. Or twelve percent. So what if twelve percent is more of a le- more than eleven cent? I haven't seen the first one. Ah, it's far superior to the second. Oh really? Yeah. 
The second is a uh, pale comparison. Oh, okay. Besides well, the uh, arrow scene with Yondu. Oh, yeah. That, that dude reminds me of Willem Dafoe. That guy who plays him. Mm-hmm. Okay, well... Puppeteer just sort of gathers everybody... Well, I guess they're already there. He says, um, he says, I, I would like to do something we used to do back when I, well, I don't know if you'll know this term, but I think it's time to workshop some ideas. What to do next? We, points at 138, we, we need to see if we can get our while you're while you're saying this, uh, Seven is furiously typing into the computer. If people are going to test powers, let me see if I can do this. But you see Seven doing that. He's like, um, you don't. I'll. I'm just gonna the computer up and bring it a little bit closer but still far enough away that I have to type telekinetically mm -hmm. I'm going to see how fast I can type with my brain okay so maybe it's like multitasking I sort of sound like an idiot but I'm going to proceed in that way for a little bit okay it, it's cool though I'm, I'm like that you're because do you have um, the quickness power like mental quickness. Okay. I think so. I didn't think you I'll, did, but I'll check. But I, I'm certain, almost certain that I don't. Is that the one where you can do tasks really fast? Uh huh. Yeah, no, I don't have that. Okay. Might be a good one to get though. Mm hmm. Make puppets really quickly. So, haltingly mind typing and also talking. Puppeteers like we need to figure out if we can get 138 home and we need to get on top of this story where somehow I became the bad guy even though I'm the one trying to save lives here and he gets a little indignant about that Seven holds up a, a finger and it's like I don't, I don't think, think that 138 wants to go home is that true? Quack, 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 quack. It's like, 138, do you want to go home? Shakes his head. He's learning gestures. From best I can figure, this is not his normal state. Um, this physical manifestation that he's in now is a... Is a corollary of existing in our universe. Um, he said when he, he grew, when he was attacked, that was closer to his natural state than what he is now. This, this, um, this, uh, the size? Mm, the organic, uh, the, the, the meat, the tissue, the bone. 
it, it, seem, it, it seems that whenever he fell into our world, he some things uh, coalesced and some things didn't. Uh, he understands uh, gestures. He understands uh, the need to eat and to drink like we do. Um, but but language didn't translate. It seems like the the base operations that we we take for granted, um, breathing, um, things like that. Um, those uh, he understands. He are ingrained kind of as as second nature. But the more subtle, the the learned behaviors, the, the those those are foreign. That's that's best. I know that's a, a jumbled mess, but um, that's that's the best ex explanation that we've been able to come up with. It's it's less jumbled than what I've been hearing for the last few hours. But no offense, Jaguar. I meant the other one. He's just like, he's like, well. sort of looks at 138 and he says I sympathize yeah, you, you see Jaguar he's like circling 138 like looking at him and sniffing him and like poking him Jaguar don't make any sudden moves on this person please Th this is what why what what's up his natural defense mechanism is to grow huge immediately. Hmm. That could be interesting. That could be fun. This is part of the problem. The MHTF didn't know what he was, and they fired at him, and he grew so big he stepped on them. Many of them died. Damn. That's why... That's yes. badass. So, if you poke him too hard in this building, we'll lose the building. You see what I'm saying? I got you. I got so poke him outside. Yes. I like to square off against that. Fergus just like remembers the one yoga class he took one time and just takes some deep breaths. So uh, you you guys continue talking and son of Jaguar kind of like meanders away like he seems to get bored at some point and you hear like him lifting things mm -hmm. I'm sure that's happened I mean at, at some point you see like some old machinery that you know is weighs a good couple tons like get lifted up and like have to find something for this guy to do. Okay, so... Puppeteer's like, I don't think he's interested in being part of the workshop, but I need your ideas. If 138 doesn't want to go home, then we need to figure out how to clear his name or, or explain his presence, because... Spitter's like, why don't we just put a video online? Hmm? Well, we video the explanation and show everybody how he's communicating and what's going on and post it on TubeView. Um, 
I mean, wouldn't that clear up everything without trying to do a face-to-face and everyone getting shot or stomped on? Puppeteer's feeling his his age. The generation gap (laughs) suddenly manifested before him. Um, Do people accept that sort of thing? Would anyone listen? Oh, yeah, man. I mean, I'm... Shit, we, we... put on some kind of caption that we've got the stringer bird smasher or whatever the fuck they're calling him and uh yeah i mean we'll get a fucking ton of hits so i mean uh watches oh views views yes okay right i forgive me um i know what these things are i'm just a little uh no no that's cool pops like at least you know how to work a smartphone better than my mom's. Fergus is thinking, I've walked right into this. Um, lightning out the window. Uh, so, Puppeteer is maybe a little reluctant to admit what a good idea this is, but this is obviously a good idea. It, so, even Seven's kind of like, hmm. Yeah. Kinda like looks at him surprised. She's like, yeah. my. She, I keep saying she for some reason. Um, they, uh, they're like that. That may work. My my plan was a little more uh, complex. Break into the uh, M and and the mutant uh, news network and um, hijack a feed and. Explain things on national news, or at least city news. That was that was my idea, but I think this could work quite a bit better. You may be onto something there, but I don't think hijacking would be necessary. I know some people, but hmm. let's start with the Mad Spitter's idea. Hmm. Do we need equipment for this? He just holds up his cell phone. Got right here. Got right here, Pops. It's a whole new world. To to Burgess, and he's just like, oh yeah, that would definitely work. It has a camera on it. I know this, but I don't know this. Yeah, yeah. I never made the, the correlation between... Right, right, right. I just assume that if anyone wants to film anything legitimately, they have to get an actual camera. But, um, okay, so he's going to start writing a little script and, you know, showing it to them and, and getting input. So we're going to, we're going to write a little bit. And I think the gist of the message is like, so, so there is some sort of like media name for 138 now because of the story about him. Like they're calling him the Smasher or something. Yeah, um, the the media has come up with a, a dumb name. They they've been calling him the Stringerbird Smasher. Alliteration. Yep. The cheapest literary technique <laughs> of all time. I don't know if you uh, ever got into Fallen London much, but there's a great bit 
in it. It's it's one of the little story options. Um, it's, it, there's there's just a, a line. They 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 call alliteration the last refuge of the scoundrel. <laughs> I remember that. How she said it. Yeah. It's one of my favorite lines. Anyway, um, so I think the gist of, of the message is like the so-called Stringersburg Smasher is not a malicious being. They're an important visitor from another world, and the authorities need to think about talking to them, because they can talk and show some evidence of that, instead of trying to blow them up. And it's like, they're, you know, they're remorseful about what happened, and they want dialogue. They don't want any further violence and no mention of puppeteer at all just leave me out of it so you're not the one that's recording it well I just mean like I would be the one like if anybody else is going to be in it it would be Spitter or Seven mm -hmm. um, I would be the one like behind the camera but Okay, because I, I thought you might be out there, like, narrating the whole thing in costume or whatever. But it's up to you. I think he would rather just not be mentioned at all. Okay. So, explain 138 situation vaguely. Mm -hmm. That they're actually not a menace or anything like that. Um but pretty much only have them filmed and show that they are able to communicate blah 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 yeah okay get some kind of like get some kind of like text to voice thing going on the on the laptop that he's using so that when he types in his binary the computer's like rah, 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 so he can like talk oh this is something that I forgot to mention uh you wanted to know if they're ever if they start messing with any of the technology that you gave them uh, out of all the scraps and everything you actually see that they have been jerry-rigging something together mm -hmm. you're not exactly sure but there's some wires connected to some some motherboards and and things like that okay so maybe we do all this prep to make this video and we're getting ready to do it and then puppeteer notices that goes over to 138 and it's like, have you made something? They nod their head and type into you, um, uh, communication, easy. Easier than this? They nod their head. Oh. Will uh, you show me? Uh, uh, not ready, speak faster well maybe okay so uh, he types how long how long ready uh, delayed primitive technology right well he has just had like old busted ass stuff to work with so I guess that makes sense but I'm sure everything's primitive to him it's a it's a safe assumption with how he's talked about his world and whatnot. Right. 
Okay, well, for the time being, we can just go with this yeah. janky setup that we've got going on. So, Puppeteer's basically going to defer to a Spitter in most of these things, except for the, the, like, the writing of the script. The narration. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Uh, what title do you guys end up coming up with for the video? Real Stringersburg Smasher Exposed. <laughs> no, no, no. no. Uh, one, one otherworldly being that all MHTF hates. <laughs> no. Um, I think maybe something like there is no and then Stringersburg Smasher in quotation marks. Okay. All right, so you guys just straight post it from the phone? Um, I think maybe Spitter is getting ready to, and then Puppeteer's paranoia tingles. And he's like, <laughs> My paranoia senses are tingling. Yeah. Spit, Charles, Spit, uh, Spitter, can they? Is there a more secure way to do this? Will they be able to track your phone from you posting this video? Oh, uh, yeah, they could cache location. They, they, they can look in the metadata and figure out where it, it was filmed. Mm -hmm. I mean, I don't know how to do that. I know, I know that they can do that, though. No, it was a surprisingly coherent explanation. Do you know a way to get around it? No. No. Uh, yeah, we need a computer-savvy person. It's like, I, I mean, I can, I can post stuff, I can edit it for you, I can, uh, you know, show you how to play Bejeweled. Don't worry about it. Um, but, uh, Nah, man, that's that's way past my pay grade. Just a moment. So, have I maintained any contact with the hacker who dug up this stuff about the other? Uh, no, you haven't. Okay. But that doesn't mean that you couldn't probably get in contact with them. I don't know if I want to wait that long. I kind of want to just put this thing up now. But I'm trying to think of some other sort of tradecrafty kind of thing. So, like, he's shot this video on his phone. Okay, so... Um, uh, okay. So I just... Fergus just looks at him and he's like... What if we uploaded it from another device somewhere else. Suppose someone loaned us a phone or we bought a new one. I mean, we could refilm it somewhere else and do that because that's they could see where we filmed it. Mm, right. And also where we uploaded it from.
Because, I mean, the, the government, I mean, the, they don't. That's fucking child's play for them, I'm sure. I have an idea where. So, Puppeteer has an idea, and uh, the others probably see the idea, like, work its way across the face because he. He starts to smile really hard, and then he tries, tries to not, and then he just turns his head from them, and he's just got this big grin. Seven just looks at you, like, I don't, don't like, like that, that look. I, <clears throat> I have an idea of where we can reshoot this, and of a person who could... <laughs> person who could help us with these computer security issues. Mm-hmm. They might not want to help us at first, but we can persuade them. Go, Go on. on. Well, I think we all know uh, how the this story got out. Uh, there's only one person who could reasonably have do you know what I'm saying, Seven? Not, not really. I mean, I, I, I know who you're referring to, but I don't see how this helps our situation. Well, all I'm saying is, communicate, promised, that you would help us and not do anything dastardly like this. So, in my opinion, she owes us a debt. You know, she's, she's brought her lot of trouble on us, and the least she and her team can do is help us set things right. So I say we take this off the sound. As soon as you guys start talking about communique and, and whatnot, you, you see Seven kind of get jittery in his seat, and he's looking everywhere but at you guys. Seven? Or not, sorry, not Seven, Spitter. Oh. Spitter. Hmm? Charles? No, no. Just, just, just spitter, man. Just, just go with spitter. If spitter, why are you squirming in your seat? Uh, no, no, no reason. And he like touches his nose, and then he's just like, ah, no, uh, no, no, nothing, nothing. Do you? I'm, I mean, whatever you did to get her to leave, your your whammy wore off, and she, she. Uh, broke my nose and kicked me in the balls and ran off. I... I'm sorry. I didn't... No, I, 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 didn't I mean, I just... It was just unexpected. Like, she just kind of snapped out of it and... I mean, she was fucking blindfolded too, man. I mean, damn. That's one badass chick. I'm very sorry that happened. That wasn't fair to you. I apologize. Uh, okay. And no problem, Pops. But, but don't you see, this is exactly what I'm talking about. Any reasonable person in her situation would have concluded that helping us, helping 138, was the right thing to do, but her stubborn pride, uh, got in the way. Don't you think? 
Uh, I mean, sure. I mean, I, I didn't really think about it that hard. I just figured she was freaked out and... I don't know. Kind of wigged out and lashed out. And I was at the receiving end of it. She can punch hard. I would not have expected that. I'm... I feel I've done you a disservice. I'm sorry. Uh, we're, we're, we're cool, man. Don't worry about it. But, again, I say it's her responsibility and her team's to help us put this right. They're supposed to be these shining examples of heroism for our city, but what do they do? Seven just, just kind of guffaws. Just hear... <laughs> <laughs> Go on. <laughs> you, you didn't, didn't grow, grow up, up in the city, city, did you? No. What do people think of them? The, 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 the set, they're, they're showpieces. They're gilded heroes of untouchable uh, exaltations. Uh, I mean, they're the, they're the point one percent of the of the meta community. If the people don't support them, then where do they get their... Why are they're, they... Uh, they're legacy heroes. They're, they're old money. Or they're, you know, calculating. This is all conjecture, of course, but everyone just automatically... No, hold on, she doesn't. They don't say that. Um, if you grow up in this town, Everyone knows of the Sept, how untouchable they are, no matter what obvious crooked dealings that they're part of, or whatever they've done, or could do, or... Well, of course, they're, 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 they're the elite, they're the, the cream of the cream, they're... I mean, this town is shit, but you've, what, you've seen their headquarters, haven't you? Do you think that name somewhere else in the rest of the city that looks like that? I see your point. I thought that he had. You, you hear just like resentment and venom dripping off of their voice. It's always been this way with them, hasn't it? Like I said, old money. They were here when the. before metas were and. The, the, the Stringer's Birds Set Society. heroes who had fallen down on the job lately. No. Some of them, I mean, there's the, there's the, the new kid, and he's, he's from the, uh, oh crap, what we call it, the sink? Yeah. Yeah. It's like the, the, the new kid is from the sink, and he's, their rag-to-riches story, their look how great the community they are. Knew. Little Jacob doesn't doesn't realize what they're doing, but no one could convince him otherwise. I mean, it's what everyone dreams of, being pulled out of that septic tank. 
uh, you remember seeing like a young kid, like a uh, young teenager. Was he the guy on the computer when I went there? Yes. Okay. He was the one, he also, when he stood up, he had like a belt full of like, looked like charms. No, no, it wasn't a utility belt. It was like metal charms hanging off of it. Uh, little baubles. It looked like they were uh, different. Mm, iconography gives it a religious slant. That's not correct. It's like. Um, but like symbols. Yeah. Hmm. Okay, I thought they were tools. But it's been a while since we talked about yeah. that. So. Okay. Well, uh, so he's not like a tech hero then. Mm. -mm. Oh, okay. I, I thought he was a tech guy. He's a kid. He, he was a kid that was on a computer when you went down there. Right, right, right. I sort of conflated that. Yeah. Okay. No, I mean, it's, it was a logical assumption, but from hearing Seven talk, he's not like, mm -hmm. uh, but, you know. Right. He's not their techno with. Yeah. Which would explain... Which would explain why he was, like, about to Google me or something. Mm -hmm. Rather than, like computer execute, you know, security program yeah. or whatever. And th that's also a safe assumption, like you never gave your name, but you displayed some of your power. You actually displayed pretty much all your powers, so they probably, like, yeah. got onto the database and was like, mind-controlling telekinetic hero that has this physical description. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I showed my ass a bit. That's true. Okay, but what I'm saying to these, to these my new team. What I'm saying is, and what a team. Let's. I got a super strong jack off. Elite <laughs> metal. I got a weird uh, lady man. What have you? <laughs> no, but 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 there's like the perfect place to upload this from is the headquarters of the sept, whether they help us or not. Seven just smiles. Like, the grin grows like Cheshire Cat. Oh, no. Yeah. Like, literally Cheshire Cat. You're just like, oh, God, when's it gonna stop? <laughs> Your head's gonna fall off. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good. That's good. That's good. That's Seven's good. like, I volunteer. He's like, I'm cool with it. He's like, let's take those fucking jack-offs down to the peg. Uh, okay. Puppeteer goes into the other room where Jaguar is picking up, like, I don't know, refrigerators or something. Mm-hmm. He's like, Jaguar. Well, yeah. Well, what's up, dude? What do you think of the Stringersburg Sept? The Sept of Stringersburg? Wish I had their money. How would you like to see their headquarters? Sure. We got an invite? We may, we may have to go through them to get there. He just cracks his 
Knuckles. Sure. I'm just I'm curious what I could do. Let's, let's uh let's go, boss. Can we agree beforehand that there will be no murders unless absolutely necessary? Mm, unless absolutely necessary. Yeah, but I, I mean, I can't promise, but I can try. Well, Tear sort of reluctantly puts a hand on his shoulder. He's like, just do your best. He's, he gives you a, a big grin. He, uh, he seems a little different. Um, somewhat deflated, like less... He's not as tall, not as big. It seems like, unless idealized, like his features are coming back to what they had previously been. Um, Looking more mortal. Yes. Maybe he's settling more into this reality. Hmm. When we go out again, we'll have to see if he causes random outbreaks of awe and terror. Mm -hmm. Or if he's, he's maybe figured out how to get around that, or whatever that phenomenon is. Okay, so so I think I think our next move is to en masse get as close to the sept as possible through the underground. And then well, okay. But I have to look very carefully at my subway map or whatever and plan this out because what I would basically like to do is appear out of nowhere at their headquarters and walk in by force if necessary mm -hmm. like you people are going to help fix this or we're going to just take your building apart throw you into space and do that stuff you know because not only does Puppeteer actually think that they should try to set this right he's really looking for an excuse to just do bad things to the <laughs> angry that communicate ratted on all right. Um, you look at your map, and you can get like ten feet under their fence, but you can't get into their building that you know of, because um, they are sitting on like three acres right in the middle of the city. Um, imagine like a douchey Avengers mansion. If you've mansion, uh, it was in the comics. They had a mansion before the tower and all that. Oh, oh, okay. Um, they're they're on like the north end of town. If I remember. Yes, mm -hmm. they're pretty much all the way across town from where your guys' headquarters is. But but they're still within the city. Yep. Mm -hmm. Okay. I didn't realize we could get that close. Yeah, seven. Like you'll you'll have to you know go up hit the hit the streets for a while go back down and kind of do a circuitous uh route but you can you can work your way in seven goes off for about half an hour and comes back and they are rail thin like almost no mass whatsoever um and kind of like when uh when you saw them when we first started the game like it seems like their joints are 
yeah, like they're completely fluid. If if they didn't have a you know a face facing forward, it would be hard to distinguish the front and back. Yeah, they're <laughs> and they're about six, you know, six five, six and a half feet tall, and you know their arms are so long they're, they're you know down by their knees. Everything it's just this weird um, gray alien kind of deal, except that not the bulbous head. So in that time, um, all seven's getting ready. Puppeteer's gonna make sure everybody else is ready. He's 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 trying not to fall into the trap of this like father-son dynamic with Spitter, but he's also like, if I don't make sure that Spitter is ready, he probably won't be. <laughs> uh, everybody's getting ready, and Spitter like pulls out his mask, and he's just like, it's shredded. It's got dried blood on it, and it's ripped, and he's just like... <sighs> it's like, anybody got extra material? I, I don't know. I, I, I can get a rig something together. Fergus has something. Yes, um... He has, like, a, like a, a winter hat that you could, like, stretch out and pull over your face. Okay. So he, he like, sort of, like, picks some of the stitches out and, like, cuts holes in it to just make it, like, a ski mask. But before he hands it over to him, he takes the mouth part out so he can have his mouth exposed. Okay. All right. Uh, and you see, like, even before this, like, he's got his pockets, like, shoved full of, like, random materials, like, bite-sized materials. Mm-hmm. At some point, Fergus has a talk with him, and it's like, don't eat the building. Don't eat any part of the building anymore. Like, he, he, he get it. kind of looks down sheepishly, and he's like, no, no, I, I, I got, I got carried away. Sorry, man. Just, sorry, Pops. Um, Fergus is so displeased with being called Pop that he almost tells him that his name is Fergus. But <laughs> not quite. Alright. And 138 is just like turns the, the phone around. Me, go. Safer with us. Probably. They nod their head and you see them like hold up their fist and kind of concentrate you see them kind of expand just just for a second like and they they breathe real heavy they they're kind of nodding their their brows knitted Tears like stay close don't fight unless necessary Um, they respond back with test, period, validity, uh, reoccurrence, necessary, uh, experimentation. 
Oh, uh, you notice when they temporarily expand, like, y you didn't really catch it before because it's been so quick and, you know, you were just kind of like, oh, God, like, part, like, under the shirt that they're wearing, their their shirt expands oddly. And, it, it, like I said, it, it was just, like, super quick, so, like, the shirt's not ripped or anything, but it, it's, like, this weird shape kind of, just for a moment. Human physiology. Right. Well, you were saying before about like meat and organs and stuff. Is that did that happen when they expanded, or were you saying that like them having a sort of human meat body is just like a consequence of them being at this layer of reality? Yeah, like them having a human meat body. Okay. Yeah. All right. Like when they expanded their that was more close to their natural form because they got all armor plated and stuff mm -hmm. right, 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 right. okay right, well worst comes to worst I'll just put him between me and whatever else whatever they're throwing at us mm -hmm. I, mean, I mean that would like, that would probably be really bad, because if he gets super huge, like, he might just step on me. I, I, I really am going to try and keep him out of this fight, unless there's the way that, that we can all strategically be like, alright, put him over there in that room with, like, three dudes, and then make him get real big. Like, a tactical, you know? Yeah. That, that seems risky. So, um, you know who this dude reminds me of, or, or what this is making me think of? Do you remember... Um, for a while, they had a cartoon of that image comic, Wildcats. Yes. Oh, uh, Maul? Was... Yeah, yeah, Maul. Yeah, I never even thought of that. They, they had him cracking jokes all the time in the cartoon. And then there was like, there was like a dude, there was like a gun, like a two-pistol drifter mm -hmm. looking dude, and there was like a sword lady. Yep. Grifter and... What was her name? Saw no. It's gonna punch me right in the face when we think of it. Mm-hmm. I can I know exactly what she looks like, but for some reason I can't remember her name. Didn't she have like long white or silver hair mm -hmm. and blonde or something and like the Amazon thing and sword? Yeah. Right. And then Spartan was their leader. Oh right. And then there was the Wolverine actuary. Uh Rip no, not Rip Claw. That was uh, X Force. Uh, oh, terrible they names. Little, they, they had a little Wolverine ripoff dude. I forgot about him. Warblade. As opposed to Negotiation Blade. <laughs> yep. Whatever. Nineties comics. Yeah, 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 yeah. F a bunch of the Iron Age. Hmm. I just found out today that a dude, one of the black belts in my Kempo studio, uh, he has the, like a full bicep of Alan Moore's Swamp Thing. That's cool. It's like adapted to, it's 
got some other symbolism in it. Mm-hmm. So it's like a little personalized. But I was like, is that the small thing from the hell? And we, we just started. Nice. So anyway, let's not do that. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, you guys can make it a, roughly about 10 feet under the fence. No, you'd have to like dig your dig your way out. Like if you want, the closest exit is, uh, you know, like uh, halfway down the road. Mm-hmm. You'd have to take like an access door out into the sewers, then up through the manhole or. Mm-hmm. Well, I feel like between Jaguar. Spitter turning himself metal, we could probably dig up through whatever we need to. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, Spitter could turn himself into a living shovel, more or less. Mm-hmm. He's metal, he can just. He doesn't even have to be super strong. I mean, Jaguar's strong, so like. I mean, I'm gonna assume we could do this. Oh yeah, it'd, it'd be a safe assumption. Okay. So. So I'm gonna I'm gonna pitch this idea to everybody. Say like we'll go we'll go right to the end of the line, come right up. You actually catch seven do that real quick. You hear like a, and then they they just shut their mouth. Right up out of the ground, and then immediately, unless. Maybe there's another way? Not what I was thinking, but this sounds much more fun. What do you think? Oh, I, I, I thought we were just kind of moving as a group for safety, and then I was going to uh, sneak in. But let's not do that. All right. Sounds more fun to you than I say. Let's all indulge ourselves a little bit. I think we've earned it. Jaguar's just like fuck yeah, and he starts like pounding on the ceiling, and uh, he needs no help. He is smashing through this shit like it's fucking cardboard. Not the ceiling of. Our headquarters, but when no, you get there. yes, when you get there, okay. <laughs> <laughs> he's not that much of a dullard. Okay, all right, good. Um, I, I, by the way, I want to give major props for your use of that word in this campaign. That's at least twice so far. I love that word, dullard. Dullard. It's so good. It rolls off the tongue so well too. And the great part is. You could call a lot of people that, and they'd just be like, what? And you'd be like, exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, he, he's he's busting through. You, you know, you you figure you're probably 20 feet, 30 feet down. And uh, you know he's making a ruckus up above. Um, 
that's anything but subtle. And um, he's, you know, he'll like punch it and like grab a chunk and like pull himself up. So he's making like a, a chimney at a slight angle. Uh, but yeah, probably after a minute, you guys are up on the surface. He cracks through. And you see him like he cracks and he just jumps. And he jumps straight at the building and like crashes through one of the windows. And you hear uh, a familiar woman voice scream. <sighs> Not communicate the 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 uh, house lady. Oh, this poor, <laughs> the poor staff. This place. <laughs> I need a pay raise. Or, or whatever, because I did to them, I forget. It was, it was, un, it was uncouth. Mm. Okay, so, um, Puppeteer is in his whole new regalia now, with his new mask. But he just, he just very dr- dramatically, like, strides right into the building. What, um,. Refresh my memory. What does his new costume look like? Because I know his old one was like almost like a suit, mm-hmm. kind of deal, and it had the hood, the like the black hood that covered up the rest of his features, and then he had the mask. I think. Let's see. it has a vest. I, I think it's really just sort of like outdated finery. Um, he looks like he's either going to or appearing in an opera. Almost like a pulp mystic or something like that. Um, Minus the top hat and all that. I don't know. A top hat you know, I... I think I think Fergus is actually a little bit vain about his hair. I think he actually like does stuff with it. Mm-hmm. He puts products in it. And so I think he's got the mask, but the hair just sort of is left free flowing. Okay. And I, I think he's got, you know, like an opera cloak and then a sort of like I keep wanting to say Edwardian, but I don't actually know what time period the Edwardian era is. Mm-hmm. Victorian-esque, kind of. Yeah, 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 just sort of like a, like a, like I'm, like, like he probably went to historical archive. You know, like he's he probably went to like some big library and looked up like what was what was a popular New York. Chicago Opera House back in the late 1800s and looked at the stuff that people were wearing, like if there were photographs of that, he, he would look at like what, what were people going to the opera wearing, what were the costumes in the show, and he probably made something based on those okay. things. It's like, a, it's like a turn of the century aristocrat uh, with a dash of like opera villain. That's cool, I can dig that. I don't know exactly what that looks like, but it's got something cape-like. He would call it a cloak, but it's probably just a cape. Mm -hmm. And and there's probably a couple of layers. It's probably like a vest and a frilly shirt or something. 
Okay. And then he's also got like the the reinforced like it is technically armor or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's it's all that, but it's like bulkier than it should be because under that there's like plates of Kevlar mm-hmm. into it. So it sort of bulks him out, it makes it look like like a normal side. Okay. Uh but uh, the the mask is like a is just like a would expect one of those like comedy or tragedy masks but uh, this is just like a flat like no expression and that's part of the creep value of it cool uh seven on the other hand is wearing almost no clothes um it just yeah they just seem like um how their form is malleable like it just doesn't like they don't either seem to care or um you, maybe you you brought it up at some point but they just um they haven't found anything that can like adapt to their their self um so they so just can... choose kind of not to wear clothes for the most part unless they're trying to pass off as more quote-unquote normal and they'll just wear like jeans and a t-shirt I, I just imagine Seven's trying to pick clothes based not on, like, their own comfort, but just, but just, like, how do I, what's the easiest and cheapest way I can make people not stare at my naked body? And I just, I was like, my, my, my point of reference was somewhere in Abingdon back in the day, like at the pool or at Food City or something, I saw this lady wearing a Tasmanian devil moo <laughs> wow, that's a that's a barrage of imagery. <laughs> yeah. It's Mumu and it's Taz. But 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 together they say I've never ever had a fuck to give <laughs> This is just <laughs> absolute minimum. <laughs> wait, wait. Nope, still can't find a fuck. <laughs> no. uh. So anyway. uh, Spitter is in his Walmart Under Armour clothing. Uh, he's not particularly built like he's in some shape, but he's not like particularly ripped or anything. And uh, Jaguar, you know, when he was punching his the jumpsuit you gave, just completely let go and he's down to his loincloth and bracers and uh, you notice when he jumped his head has morphed back into the jaguar feline yep and uh, 138 is is trailing a couple of steps behind you eyes are darting back and forth and they seem to be trying to take everything that's that's happening in uh spitter seems a little excited along with seven seven's actually kind of like skipping a little bit (laughs) um but yeah they're they're both rushing towards the the door and you see uh spitter pop something into his mouth and you see him go metallic and he just barrels straight into the door and it doesn't have the effect that he was wanting it to like he cracks the door 
but it doesn't come off or he doesn't go through it's just like and he like falls on his ass shakes his head yeah Doors open with his mind. Yeah, no problem. Just walk straight in. He's he's not really. He's going straight to the room where he saw people last time. And if any like mehum person comes and gets in the way, he just like takes their own clothing and ties them up with it, and then just sort of moves them out of the way. He's basically just like. Get out of here. Okay, so you're going to the elevator and then down to their I'm conference assuming, room or whatever. I'm, I'm I'm assuming based on past experience that at least one of them will be in that room, so that's where I'm going. Okay. Are you going by your onesie, or are you taking the rest of your team with you, Sans Jaguar, who's somewhere up on the second floor? Um. So I'm picturing Spitter bounce off the door. As Fergus comes right up, and the doors are coming open, and he's, like, I'm, I'm guessing Spitter's getting back on his feet. So yeah, yeah. As I'm walking, as I'm walking past him, I'm just like watch 138 and just walk straight up. Okay. Like, they can just do whatever they want to do as far as I'm concerned. I'm just gonna let them run the muck. <laughs> gonna go right for that room. Okay. I mean, Spitter's trying to test his powers. Jaguar's a fucking maniac. Seven has an axe to grind against people. I'm just letting it happen. Okay. Seven does have the phone. And you guys go in the building and you like turn around to be like whatever and they're gone. Who's gone? Seven. Oh. Okay. Uh roll me a uh Perception check. Notice. Notice? Yeah. Notice. Oh, yeah. Uh, the uh, air, one of the air vent covers that's like the three by nine is pulled off. Mm hmm. It would be undignified to shout after them. So I'm just going to assume that we'll find each other at some point they don't break that phone while they're doing whatever it is they want to do. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, I mean, Puppeteer's heading right for that conference room either way. Okay. Uh, Spitter is trying to follow after you. But like, once, like, watch 138, and they're like, okay, they're, like, still following behind you. Okay, that's fine. So it's me and the two of them. Mm-hmm. And then Jaguar's off doing whatever. Yeah. You hear crashing and banging and rending above you. I hope he, I hope he ain't nobody. That, you know, I mean, it comes from a god world. You yeah. know, they're, they have different values. It's not my place. Are they right wing? Are they left wing? I don't know. Yeah, so, uh, I go right to the elevator, and if, if the elevator would like, if I would have to wait on the elevator, mm-hmm. then instead 
pull the elevator up the shaft. Okay. You, you, you actually, like, go to hit it or use your telekinesis, and it gets, like, a no response. Actually, you, you hit it, and it goes... Okay. Pull the doors open. Mm -hmm. Look down to see the car. Yep. Okay. Pull the car up. Yep. Nice. We, we get in, and we go down to the conference room. It's a bit of a... It's a bit of a chore. There's some, like, emergency brakes on it and everything, but you just snap those off and... When we get out of the elevator, the car just drops to the bottom. Nice. You figure maybe it drops another two, three floors. Okay. Yeah. You get a satisfying crunch of metal. It's been busted to flinders. Buy another one. Rich ass motherfuckers. Uh, you see uh, Salamander and the kid that Seven referred to as Jacob down there. Okay. Walk right in, turn the mask on, just hit them with a the despair blast immediately. Okay. You see Salamander, like, he cringes and almost like he's hit by a wall, but kind of rights himself, and <laughs> the kid's just like... <laughs> Just on the floor. Okay. I mean, unless Salamander is like immediately attacking me, then I'm just gonna stop and point at it. You, you seem like it looks like he's going to, and then he looks at the kid, and like. It, 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 he's conflicted between like. You can almost read it like do I protect the kid? Do I attack these people? Like. Remember what happened the last time? Get out of my way. It's just like, you can't come in here and expect to just roll over us. We are the Sept. Where's Communicate? He like, you hear him with his weird salamander head. He like cracks his neck. He's like, you can find her when you walk over my cold, dead body. And... He just, he runs at you. No, I don't think I want to kill him. I don't think I want to kill him. But I also don't know if I can. So, I think the, I think the first thing I would do is protect myself. Um, so how big is their conference table? It's... Mm, ten feet round. It's unnecessarily large. Oh, okay. Like, you could rip it off and use it, but... I, I'm, I'm just thinking of something to shield myself with, so I'll grab, like, a chair or some other piece of furniture. I'm just gonna pull that between me and him. Okay. Alright, uh, yeah, you, you pull it up, and he, he crashes into it, and you think he's gonna get to you, but from behind you, Spitter rushes out and uh, kind of tackles him and uh, the mass of this large salamander person and then the metal imbued spitter kind of negate each other and they, they kind of stop stop each other and um, 
it looks like a, a wrestling match is going to ensue. I'm not going to intervene yet. Okay. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to walk. Go ahead. Oh, um, I'm going to just walk past them while they're doing this. Okay. And I'm going to go over to the kid. All right. As you're walking past, you quickly notice that Salamander has the experienced upper hand. Um okay. It looks like Spitter is more like just holding on mm -hmm. than okay. any kind of technical uh, prowess. And like, okay. given enough time, even if Spitter is stronger than him, like he is going to be discarded. Out, outmaneuvered. Okay, that's fine. Outclassed. In that case, I will pick up the conference table. I'll say. Better move, and then I'll smash the conference tape onto Salamander. Okay. Uh, you hear uh, some bones crunch uh, when when you hit Salamander, and he's you know you can you get he he kind of rolls. He's trying to roll out of the way with Spitter, but you hit him enough, and he's pinned under and everything. But as soon as you hear the bones crunch, you can hear like them starting to pop back into place you would assume because you know he's got regenerative powers um so yeah he's, he's struggling and he's slowly pushing the table off of him and like spitter jumps on top of it and it's like you know st staying and it seems to do enough weight where he's not getting pushed down but he's not pushing any more up He hasn't yacked gross acid stuff on him yet, but that's his call. Yeah, it, you do seem though. He's like flicking him in the in the snout. He's like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> rich ass, bitch ass motherfucker. He's just, just still like facing, facing hands. Just, and every time it seems like he collects himself, he looks up your direction and is just completely, yeah, overcome. Uh, yeah, feel free to, to narrate on that. What do, you, what do you do when you find it? I'm just gonna... So, Puppeteer's just sort of like looking at this screen, looking at that screen. Looks back to the melee over there, picks up a chair, smashes it onto uh, Chameleon. So, and Salamander. Salamander, sorry. Got it mixed up with a Mega Man character. So he's just like, is she a Mega Man? Stay down. No, no, no. He 
he's just he's just helping Spitter keep him pinned. He's not really trying well, to. Yeah, which he needs. Okay. Like, Spitter has no practical experience when it comes to something like this, so he's just trying to brute force it. And Salamander is experienced enough where he can. Right. He can he can move. Mm-hmm. He's got moves. Right. Okay. Well, I'm gonna scan the screens for for communicate. And um, when I see her on one, mm-hmm. turn around and look at all the chairs in the room. I'm assuming some of them are like office chairs, and so they have metal in the frame. Yeah, they've got like big cushy conference swivel chairs. Okay, those chairs come off the ground and come apart, and the, the non-metal parts fall to the ground. The metal parts form like loops, mm-hmm. and then the table comes off Salamander, and the metal loop parts go under him and lift him up and pin him to the wall. Nice. I'm down. Okay. He's, he's just like, he, yeah, he's like squirming and wiggling and whatnot, and you're not absolutely positive that this is going to hold him for indefinitely, but it seems like right now, like he's he's stuck. Okay. And you hear, once he's pinned, you hear seven. He the inhale that he usually takes and you see his throat start to bulge okay and he and like lands directly to the side of salamander's head and starts to sizzle and pop on the wall you see a little bit like drip down on salamander's shoulder and he's just mad spitter's just like better than you motherfuckers And just head fakes him, which Salamander doesn't even respond to, and he just walks off. And Who does that? What kind yeah. of gesture? It's like you're walking down the hallway of a theater or something. <laughs> I know, I know, shameful. But uh, 138 seems to be cataloging like these interactions and whatnot. Oh, right. Oh, God. He's like those. He's like those. Bots, like he's like those AIs that they release into the wilderness of the internet, and the AIs come back racist in like four hours. <laughs> he's learning all the worst things from. Um, okay, well, deal with that later. Um, I don't really know what other parts of this building there are, but I'm I'm operating on the assumption that when I was looking at these monitors. I saw communicate on one of them because she must yeah. know by now that something bad is happening. Uh, imagine a spiffier uh, league HQ. Like the top two floors are like the old school eighteen um, hundreds, you know, building that was built originally for the Stringerbird Sep Society, and then when the Metas came along, like they started digging down and like they have training facilities and you know computer banks and uh, you know possibly they don't have it but like a hangar or something like that you know that but they've got like a garage with 
the Septmobile. Not what it's called, but. This is so awkward to drive. We'll say you catch her. She was in one of the training facilities, the the like the training hall, and um, she you she's trying to get the elevator to operate. That's what you see her on the the thing. It's no. no, it's bus it's busted. That's right, that's right, that's right. Anyway, that, that would be like I couldn't safely lower it to the ground anyway. <laughs> oh, it's on the ground. <laughs> so um I kinda wish I could float. It'd be cool to just float down the shaft, but this being stringer's board, I'm gonna find and take the stairs. <laughs> Just go down to the Alright. This is the unheroic, unepic part. Where mm. Just like. Do, do, do. <laughs> do, do this is the part they edit out. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but just sort of. She was just walking straight down the stairs. I guess 7 and 138. Or not 7, but Spitter and, and 138 are following. I imagine Spitter so yeah, like he's, yeah he's, he's all he's like did you see that did you see that it's like when you slam that table on that motherfucker that was badass he's he's all jazzed if, if he mentions his own uh, like if he's at some point he's like did you see where I spit that shit right next to his face or, or, or whatever puppeteer is actually like yeah that was that was a nice touch yeah, he's like, I could have melted that motherfucker's face off. But I just wanted to show that I could have, but I didn't. Excellent. You're done. Alright, so you go down, and um, she's only down on the, the next floor. It looks like this, almost the entirety of this floor is uh, dedicated to a, like a training facility and um, showers and But you open the door, and she looks very surprised. And she's in um, just a general workout gear. Mm -hmm. Is this like a gym area? Are there machines? Or? Yes, there's, um, you know, it looks like mats uh, on the floor for, for uh, fighting practice. There's bags. Uh, there's tr treadmills and uh, weight machines. Uh, all very, very nice. Okay. Pick an expensive looking weight machine that's near her. It comes off the ground. And Pumpkin just points at her. When this starts happening, she's, she, her eyes are cutting between you and the machine, but she's in, um, I don't know if, but Puppeteer probably doesn't recognize it, but she's in some type of martial arts stance. You betrayed me. It's like you... You betrayed the city. 
She's like, I did what I was supposed to. She's like, call in the MHTF. You with your... Vigilantism. Unethical practices. She sees that 138's behind you and her eyes get wide. She's like, that thing should be in the government's possession. Locked away for everyone's safety. Did I warn you what would happen? ratted me out communicate I didn't think you'd be this idiotic you didn't think I would do what needs to be done but I will points back to one thing this being doesn't belong to any government he's a visitor from another world we need to understand him we don't need to throw him in a for the MHTF to poke at. You've got it all wrong. But that's not even the point anymore, is it? Like, do you know how many people it killed? It was an accident. And to, to punctuate that, he throws the weight machine against the wall. Close to her. Another one. No. No? Okay. Just, just to be like, that was an accident. This is not mm. doing this on purpose. When you toss it, you catch out of your periphery uh, behind communicate and off to the side, like one of the vents in the ceiling opens and thin pale fingers are wrapped around it so it doesn't clatter to the ground. And you see seven start to uh, slither and come out from behind and drop soundlessly behind them. Okay. Okay, so... Is like, you have, you have an opportunity to make this up to me. To do the right thing. To stop any further bloodshed. The MHDF can't handle our visitor. The only thing that's going to help us is diplomacy. So... You and your team can help us put the message out that our friend here had no intention of harming anyone. Or we can do this the other way. She's like... She's like, you don't have the guts. Do you know... Hold on. Um... Just gonna interrupt her. Okay. By taking control of her, if I can. Okay. Uh, roll for it. Or actually, don't roll for it. Yours is static, and I just have to roll for them. Oh. Uh, what's your? It's ten plus your rating. Is how we ordered it because that evens it out a lot better. It's nine. Nine. So nineteen. Nope. Yeah, she just... She's like, you don't know who... And then just stops. Okay. She walks over to... She walks over to Puppeteer. He, um... He, he looks back at Seven, just like... Well, I, I guess... No facial expressions to Yeah, it looks like Seven was trying to creep up behind them. 
Um, but once you've kind of taken control and everything, they stop and stand upright because they were kind of slinking stealthily. No, she. It looks like um, she doesn't have a bag. There's like some lockers down there, and each of them have like their the members' names on them. There's a communique, salamander, flea, Jacob. Looks like they haven't given him a code name yet. Um, and what are the two other members? These are like douchey old money heroes who aren't really heroes. Mm-hmm. It's supposedly like Salamander's like come out with this story like he, you know, he's a mutant, blah, blah, blah. Uh, he, he's not from Stringersburg and the set brought him in because of uh, all the rescue work he had done and uh, he was actually a uh, worked in rescue forces like natural disasters and whatnot more so than hero work but over the past couple of years he's been doing a lot of that but that's the story like maybe it's bullshit maybe it's not not really an occult hero like I think he's just a really really good stage magician he's like a minor super scientist in that he like builds devices to make it look like he's doing magic and he's got he's got a lot of talent for like misdirection or something maybe he has like a little bit he has like a one tiny little power or like a couple of little tiny ones that are cosmetic like his eyes glow he can like make little um, you know, just like very, very minor magical power, but he passes himself off as this like Dr. Orpheus type. Sleep! <laughs> and, and, I, and I think he's like, um, he's like a white dude who's biting on the voodoo aesthetic. He's like, he's like got a skull mask and he wears a top hat and he calls himself Baron something or I mean, Papa something. Mm-hmm. He's like he's like trying to cash in on that, and it's not really cultural appropriation. Yeah, 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 yeah. But he's he's a he's um he's got a lot of money and a lot of connections, so he's sort of like the face of the group, and he's like charismatic. He doesn't really have much in the way of real magic. Okay. He does, he doesn't understand magic the way Brian does. He just like he can do a couple of weird things. He doesn't really know how, but he's like I'm gonna build around this and do this whole act. Mm-hmm. Make, this, make these devices that make it seem like I have powers. Okay. And he's called Baron. Now, um, he calls himself Duke. Duke Disastro. I dig it. <laughs> I'll write that down. That is an appropriately douchey name.
he's like a regenerator who's scrapping right right yeah I think I think the sept has to have one hard case and I think um, I think he's just like I think he's just a guy who's a, who's a really a really good he's a um, he has some sort of spiritual thing where he can he can all he has to do is touch a weapon and he knows how to use it so he's just like he can use any he's not like that that one guy who can use anything with a weapon Mm -hmm. bullseye right he's not that guy but anything that is a weapon he can use it it would have to be from like another planet for him not to know how to use it and okay even, and even then even then there might be a chance but he just has some sort of like deeply ingrained unconscious understanding of how to use weapons maybe he's like a descendant of some legendary warrior or some crap mm -hmm. like that. I don't know. Or he's got some kind of like psychokinetic power. Yeah. It's it's probably actually the latter, but he claims the former. Okay. He's like, I'm from I'm from a spiritual lineage of warriors that from blah to blah to blah and he like jumps around in these different cultures. Uh -huh. And you're like, those aren't Way. And especially with but, the sep, that makes this story sound better. Mm -hmm. And that guy's called. No, okay. I think that's a lady. So she, she any female warrior that's notable from any culture, she's like, you know, we're we we're, we're all part of the same, you know, secret. Bloodline, or, or you know, um, spiritual path, or something. Mm -hmm. um, and she's called. Uh, she has this like bad nun outfit, and she's called Sister Calamity or Sister Catastrophe or something. Yeah, let's do uh, Sister Catastrophe. So the basis of her powers is psychic, even though she won't come to that. Like you were saying, psychokinetic, but she's, you know, she dresses it up. Mm hmm. Like she. Even if it's a new weapon, can, like, inherently. Uh tie into the psychic field of that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Whoever made it and intended it to be used as a weapon, she's like picking up on what that intent was. Mm -hmm. She's like reading the minds of the, the creators of the weapon through the weapon. Mm -hmm. Or the users of it, or whoever's mm -hmm. previously touched it or something. Yeah, yeah. The more people who have used it, the better she is with it, because there's more to draw on. Mm -hmm. That's cool. So, since she's with this Richie Rich group, maybe she's got actually got like a Hanzo sword or something like that, or the equivalent of. That's right. And they're all like, why do you want this old piece of shit? And she's like, you don't get it, just find the thing. That's cool.
Fungus and high five. All right, so yeah, you see the lockers for each of these individuals. hall that you guys were on so you just need to go back up the stairs and hang a left casually walk back up the stairs uh, when you get up there salamander has got one arm free you look you look and his body is um, I hate this word moist it's such an awful word um, but it looks like he's wiggled an arm free and looks like he's working on the other one like it's like partially out okay communicate goes over to him and, and says and says salamander we're not gonna fight these people today it's like Cassandra this no we, <sighs> she's like she's like I messed up I have to fix this. This is my fault. It's like, we can't let them just come in here and run over us. She looks around the room and looks back at Puppeteer and tears like, I apologize. Oh, uh, the, the, the kid is, is up, or he was up, and when you guys came back in, he, like, ran behind the table, and he's, like, Kilroy behind it. <laughs> He looks... Is your mask on? Mm -hmm. Like the power? No. No, okay. He still looks terrified. This kid's maybe 13, 14 years old. Oh, I didn't realize he was that young. Yeah. He looks at her and looks at you, and he's just like, <clears throat> Mind letting me down. and you see him shift the shoulder that he was almost out and you hear it pop back into place and uh, he goes over to the, the kid and starts quietly talking to him and giving you the dirty brown eye Fine. the rest of us can walk by this little scene and into this, this tech room Okay. Um, 
yeah, behind a glass wall, you see like a, a bank of, uh, like a server bank, uh, probably hard drives and whatnot, like all, all uh, self-contained, and um, you know, there's half a dozen monitors. Uh, some of them look dedicated to like um, satellite feeds. Um, kind of the same stuff that you had at uh, League HQ, but, you know, nicer, uh, higher scale. Uh, yeah, then there's a couple that just look like they're open use. Okay. And you, you do see, you do see, like, one that's opened up to uh, MetaHuman Database, and you're profile is is pulled up yeah like uh, the there's like all the monitors have the the webcams and it uh, you once you look around there is like the little uh, security bulb up in the ceiling okay so seven came with us right mm -hmm. that training room Stefan's got the, the phone that we shot the, the video on our yes. first time. Okay, so we had said that we were going to reshoot actually, and I think that's a good idea because what I want to do is give communicate the script and have her be the one. <laughs> Alright. Um, hold on real quick. Because they get to resist periodically. You are like, I want you to read this and everything, and once you see her like start to crumple the pages, and she kind of shakes her head and throws it, and she just like straight bum rushes you. I turn the mask on. Yeah, uh, before anything can happen, like both Spitter and Seven like drag her off, like. You were about to be in a world of pain because you felt something similar, you know, in your previous experiences fighting hand-to-hand -hand people, um, and you're very relieved <laughs> that they were there to drag her off. I'm, I'm, I'm probably halfway into one. Mm hmm <laughs> No! She's struggling, and you're, you're trying. You're collecting yourself, and 138 calmly walks past you, and and walks up to her, and she she looks genuinely scared. Um, and he just holds up a, a hand, and she's you know she's got her fist clenched, and she's trying to break free of these two, and uh, he like grabs her hand, her fist, and, and pries it open. And just kind of like runs his finger from her palm to the, the tip of her middle finger. And when she doesn't seem to react, he just. <sighs> and kind of walks back behind you. But she, she looks, she looks very perplexed at this. 
um, but she's still she's still like fighting but she you can see like she's slowly kind of starting to to give up because seven has like wrapped themselves around them yeah in an impossible submission hold grinds her teeth she's just like you just have no idea how bad you fucked up stop threatening me it's not working very well for you now are you going to help us or not Some heroes you are. Give me the fucking script. He's smiling under the So, um, if she she reads it and scoffs, and she's just like, "No one's gonna believe this." Doesn't matter if it's coming from me or not. But it does communicate. It does matter if it's coming from you. Um, she says, uh, if you were as well-intentioned as you said, you wouldn't have mind-controlled me like you have been. I don't want people to that's my goal. The MHTF tried it their way with him. Now we're trying with mine. I'm saving lives. Are you going to quibble about the methods that I use? Safe lives. It's the biggest load of bullshit. She says it more to herself than directed at anybody. But yeah, she uh, flatly and uh, obviously um, is not into the reading as it's recorded. Does it seem like such an obviously forced performance that it will harm the message? You're you're definitely worried about that, yeah. She, she finishes it, and she takes it, and she throws it in your... Or tries to throw it in your face before you catch it. Telekinetically, I'm sure. She's like, there. Get the fuck out of my house. Just a couple of notes. And then he's going to make sure nobody else is in the area of effect. He's going to turn the mask on. Okay. What's the diff on that? Should be ten plus the level of what it is. It's ten. <laughs> nope. Nope. Not even close. She got an eight. 
total. So she's just like, because it's it's despair, right? Not fear. Mm -hmm. yes. She's just like hopeless. Her, you know, she's got her fingers resting on her temples and her forehead, and she's just looking down at the ground with her her elbows on her knees, sitting in this chair. Just like you can see her the color drains from her face and she doesn't say anything this is what it feels like to be part of a bad performance you'd like to be part of a good one wouldn't you don't you want to tell the people of Stringersburg how they can serve themselves <laughs> oh he's so terrible I love it Bad dude, yeah, she just like almost unnoticeably like nods her head and holds out her hand for the the script, like shakily, like just kind of take it. She almost like instantly, like she. You can. She's got murder in her eyes, but she contains herself, collects herself. He's like, he's like, once more with feeling. <laughs> All right, and she, she reads it not enthusiastically, but matter-of-factly. It's it's satisfactory. Oh. Yeah, that'll do, big like, oh, it could be so much more nuanced, but... Amateurs. Mm -hmm. Alright, so... Uh, almost on cue as she's done reading, the door to the equipment room is ripped off. And there stands Jaguar. It looks like he's got some... Uh, some bruises and some cuts on him and whatnot. But he's just like, "All right, what, what, what's next?" This, this fucking lizard dude over here said we weren't fighting. I mean, yeah, can I, can I kick his ass? Like, he's got, he's got blood on his fists. Not unless he forces you to. We're almost done here. You've done well, Jack. Oh, that little dude up there gave me a hell of a fight. Little dude. A little, like, he just holds up a hand about, you know, chest high and jump, jump around a lot. Oh, I see. He, I think, yeah, I think he's alive. I didn't kill him. I don't think. Maybe we should be sure. Spitter, can you finish this? He's hoping Spitter knows how to do the upload thing. Yeah, so it, like you guys finish, and he's just like, do 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 do. Man, your guys' Wi-Fi is really good here. It's kind of awful too in his own way. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> in that very millennial sort of way. Um, okay, so I kind of feel I I think. Josh is feeling a little bad that Flea guy is asking for the art, but I don't think Fergus will feel bad. 
I think he's very into himself right now. I think he's like feeling this whole scene really hard. Mm-hmm. So he's just like, yeah, maybe my man, man, maybe he didn't. So um, once we have this, <laughs> they may be idiots, but. As you're, as you're leaving, uh, Jacob kind of eyes uh, the group as you all are exiting, and it seems like he's a, a flash of recognition goes over his face when he looks at Seven, but he looks at you and he just like with a shaky finger, he's like, just you're a bad man. And and the good guys were gonna win. It's like I'm gonna lock you away for forever. And he he holds up one of the the uh, symbols on his belt. Don't even think about it, boy. You see, like I don't know, I, I, I don't know what he's getting ready to do, but he's getting ready to do something. It it looks more like he's um brandishing at you um, than anything but when you say that like he takes a step back and everything and tries to collect himself but does a very unconvincing job learn a little more about your teammates and then come back to me and tell me if you still think they're the good guys and I'm out alright and you guys just action movie slow walk out of the <laughs> the sept headquarters yeah I think I think we're gonna we're gonna look cool coming out of the building until we go back into a hole in the ground oh the fuck you, you go first you're on my cape <laughs> All right, I think we'll uh, we'll call it there.